Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and I have an alumni from Fri from A Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5. Um, she is a final girl in both of them. That is a rare <laughs> rarity. Um, I have Lisa Wilcox, and she played Alice Johnson. Hi, Lisa. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you, Scotty. No problem. I'm so glad to have you on. I am a big Alice Johnson fan and a big Lisa Wilcox fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Thank you so much. No problem. Um, so the first question I have is not related to A Nightmare on Elm Street, but uh, how did you get your start into acting? Um, it was a complete accident. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really was. Um, my family had moved to California for my dad's job, and um, so I finished high school in Irvine, mm -hmm. and a friend asked me, um, you know, someone I had met had an audition down at a theater in Newport Beach, but the Epson's Theater, and said, "Oh, you want to come along?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, sure." Uh, mm -hmm. So I went, and I literally was just sitting in the audience watching the auditions happen at this uh, for this Equity Waiver play, and the producer comes up to me and is tapping my shoulder, and she's saying, "You're auditioning, right?" I'm like, oh, "No, no, no, <laughs> I'm just here with my friend." Anyway, she was very persistent and. Ultimately, I did audition, and I got the lead role in a Lanford Wilson play called The Hot Elf Baltimore. Awesome. So that is, um, and then I started doing plays and, you know, just theater, tons of plays after one after the other, finished high school, went to UCLA. Awesome. And there you go. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, what was your audition like for A Nightmare on Elm Street for The Dream Master? Um, well, it was it was amazing I even got an audition because they wouldn't <laughs> see me. My manager was like, I submitted you for this role in Nightmare on Elm Street. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love Nightmare on Elm Street. And he's like, but they won't see you. And I just, because I just, my headshot, just I looked nothing like what they pictured, you know, Alice Johnson to look like. Right. I mean, back then it was the 80s. I had this platinum blonde hair and the 80s makeup and all of that stuff you know I look like a cheerleader not mm -hmm. like Alice you know how you would picture Alice Johnson right. but they couldn't find her Alice so um, Annette Benson is the one who told me tells me this story um, that they auditioned like over 700 actresses wow <laughs> yeah That's and they crazy. couldn't find their Alice so finally um, so they went to their reject pile <laughs> and <laughs> I finally got and had the opportunity to audition. So awesome. I did, and I went with, like, dirty hair and no makeup, and I wore my worst color, which is pale yellow. And, um, you know, I loved the sculpt and whatnot. And anyway, there you go. It became history. <laughs> awesome. So obviously you returned for A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. So how were you approached to return... Like, how did they sell it to you to come back for another movie in the franchise? Um, they really just, um, they, they well, the, you know, 4 had done so very well at, at the box office and whatnot, and they had Stephen Hopkins to be the, the uh, director for Nightmare 5, so they called and said, hey, would you have lunch with the director and consider doing Nightmare 5? And so we had lunch, and, and uh, we were all good to go. So awesome. there you go. Awesome. Yeah. So what was Rennie Harlan like as a director? Because we know he directed uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Of course, yes. Um, Rennie was great. He was um, 
what I would call an actor's director. Right. He and he really involved, enjoyed uh, collaborating with us okay. and was open to suggestions. Um, so yeah, he, he was uh, he was just a, a pleasure. Awesome. And then what about Stephen Hopkins? How was he as a director for Part Five? He was, I would say, more of a technical director. Okay. He's an amazing, amazing artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did the storyboard for the movie, like himself, you know. Oh, wow. And he and um, he was really into the set production. Um, so that was really more of his, um, you know, the way he worked. Awesome. So, so uh, for both of the movies, uh, what was your most memorable moment while filming them? For both of them, um, gosh, I I really love the scene in Nightmare Four when I smash the bowl in front of Dad, right? Go into Daydream World and then smash it. It's just <laughs> a very powerful scene yes. for me that I remember. Um, um, and Nightmare Five, I love the scenes in the hospital when I'm meeting Jacob for the first time and he comes into my room. Nice. So just off the top of my head, that's what pops into my head. Awesome. Basically the same question or similar question um, about both films, but what was the best part about filming them both and what was the worst? What was, say that again? What was the best part about filming both of the Nightmare on Elm Streets and what, one, and what was the worst? Well, I think I touched on kind of the best. I mean, the best too is honestly um, the cast of Night, well, the cast of Nightmare 5 ended up kind of being all spread out except for Kelly Jo Minter. Right. Um, but the cast of Nightmare 4, we have all stayed great friends through okay. all these years. So that is the best part. Awesome. Okay, honestly. <laughs> um, the worst part would have to be getting my hair, a rinse put on my hair every morning <laughs> for the red. I have virgin blonde hair and... Um, we did a test shoot, and they're like, hey, Lisa, would you dye your hair, you know, red or, you know, brown, whatever. Right. And I said, I don't know if I want to dye it, but you can rinse it. I may as well have dyed it because after 10 weeks of having that stuff put on blonde hair, right. think of throwing red paint on a white wall. Okay, it stained my hair. <laughs> but it's fine, it's fine, it's all worth it. But the worst part, honestly, was getting that rinse put on because it's very wet. And then right. you had, had two blow dryers to dry my hair. And then... The director is calling, you know, a rehearsal, and I'm right. like this drowned rat. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the worst part of it was the te- that technical part of getting my hair done. Right. Uh, what was it like working with Robert England? Oh, he's he's great. He's just wonderful. Very giving actor. Awesome. Um, just down to earth. Um, he's just terrific. Awesome. I heard a lot of good things about him from fans, from uh, people that I did interview for an Iron Man sheet, and everybody, nobody had nothing bad or negative to say about him. No, there's nothing. No, he's, he's to us, he's Uncle Robert. Awesome. Uh, so <laughs> here is a uh, hot seat question. Uh, if you could choose, which movie did you enjoy filming the most? Also, if you could choose, which movie do you enjoy watching the most as both a professional actor and as a fan? Um, I probably enjoyed Nightmare 5, filming 5 the most, only because I didn't have to have a rinse put on my hair during that <laughs> one. <laughs> um, and, um, 
you know, I had a lot of the really some awesome scenes and, you know, leading the show kind of right. thing, you know. Um, but to watch, I would say Nightmare 4, mm-hmm. I just love the gags. And um, it is, this may sound weird, but I really enjoy watching the character arc of Alice Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> it really I'm was like, a good wow, character she goes, arc. She goes from introverted to this big badass, and I kind of believe it. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> It's like you put yourself aside, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's not me, it's the character, you know? So. Right. A funny story before I go into the last question. Um, I remember the first time I was watching A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, and it's that loop scene where, uh, where you know, uh, you're yes. in that dream sequence, and you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm watching it on my DVD, and I'm wondering, and so that scene happens, and it happens again. I'm like, huh, I wonder if my DVD skipped. <laughs> And yeah. then it happened again, and I'm like, okay, something's going on here, right? So then it keeps going on, I'm like, what's going on? It's like my DVD possessed or something. And then next thing you know, they, they, say, they say some new dialogue, I'm like, oh, that was actually part of the movie. Yeah, that is, um, honestly, Robert England has said at many panels, um, that is his favorite scene, and it is his, at, by far his favorite scene in the whole awesome. franchise. You know? I, I reached out to interview him, but he was he's like so busy, so heavily busy. Um, I mean, it'd probably be better reaching out to him now with everything going on, but uh, I mean, he's just doing convention after convention after convention, and uh, he's just so heavily busy that he, he declined me the because of that reason. Um, but I, I always wanted to tell him that story because I knew he would get a kick out of that. Yeah, well, he'd be right in cahoots with you. He's, that's his favorite scene. So. Yeah. Awesome. So the last question I got for you is, um, do you have any projects in the works or anything else you would like to promote to our listeners? Yes. Um, I have a movie called Blood, uh, Bloody Man, uh, and, and Tuesday Night is actually in it as well. Awesome. Um, we don't have any scenes together, but we are in the same movie. <laughs> um, and then... Um, I have a film called Mystery Spot that I filmed in Hempstead, Texas last fall um, that I'm very excited about. Very, um, Just a great story, a great role um, that's coming up. And then I'm actually doing a virtual convention for Wizard World. Yes, a virtual convention. They've already done uh, one for Supernatural. They did one with the cast of uh, Once Upon a Time. Nice. And they're doing, I think it's going to be about nine of us in Nightmare and Elm Street. Um, they they just moved the date now to April 23rd. So, yeah, keep your eyes posted for that. Nice. That's so awesome. I interviewed uh, Ira, Ira uh, Hayden from uh, Nightmare 3, uh, was it last week? And I remember him <laughs> mentioning the Wizard World convention. I believe he was going to be there, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I knew it sounded familiar, but that would be great. So it's good to know that you're also going to be there. So we know that Ira Hyden fans can t- tune in to see him. And now we know that Lisa Wilcox fans can go and tune in to see her. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it's, and it works quite. I've watched the Supernatural one just to kind of get my brain wrapped around. Right. Like, what? right. <laughs> but it ran very smoothly. And, um, of course, it's never going to replace, you know, a tangible, real convention. Right. But, um, um, but it's, uh, you know, for now, it's the best we can do. 
That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, I'm so glad we got to reschedule. I know we were set for last, was it last week? Um, and uh, something came up. So uh, I'm glad that we yeah, were able to reschedule. Yeah, my friend that I'm staying with broke her foot. <laughs> wow. We're all the rotten luck, right? <laughs> Yeah, and then today, the gal who's coming to help her take a shower and stuff came at, was supposed to, we thought at 10, turned out to be 1, so I was dealing with that, so I apologize for my tardiness. No, it's perfectly fine. I'm so glad that we were still able to have uh, have it, and I'm just, I, I mean, I'm just grateful. I'm a huge fan of yours, so this is like a dream thank come you. true for me. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. Well, you have a nice okay. rest of your day, and you stay safe. All right, you too. All right, thank you. Okay. Bye. Wash your hands. Yes, definitely will. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yep, bye.